Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, Jeff and him. Tell me about the master play. Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show. 1107, 7 after 11. Mark Aram here. You there with you till midnight every Monday through Friday. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB programming note, tomorrow, little Sanjay will not be in studio, but he'll be doing uh, Would You Rather. Johnny Kilbasa Never with a fast food review. And guess who uh, contacted me today for an interview? I have no idea. If you nail it, you each get a guess. Chef William will get a guess, too. I'm going to tell you it's an actor. Uh, actor, not actress. Uh, not an actress. Actor, an actor's mm. rep reached out to me uh, wanting to know if I want to interview uh, their client. Who do you think it is? Take a guess. Well, I know it's not Harrison Ford. <laughs> it is not Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I, I, I mean, I, can you give can us you a bet? Like like at a, least a little bit of a clue? Yeah. Like, when were they hot? Are they hot now? Are they yeah, hot right? Well, you'll never get it. I'll just tell you. Jeff Daniels. Um, Shut up! Really? Yeah, really? yeah. He is uh, in his uh, in the movie Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's going to be joining us on the show next Wednesday. Nice. So there you go. Excellent. Yeah, little good stuff. Speaking of excellent, Chef William from Mashu Pichu. No, I'm just kidding. Piju Belly in Midtown brought some food in. Uh, real quick, I tweeted out a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Uh, so Mark good. Aram, just tell us real quick what you brought in, Chef. Um, I brought in our house rotisserie chicken. Um, our Pichu burger and our chocolate cake as a dessert. Now the Pichu burger comes with a fried egg, kimchi, kimchi, cheese, barbecue sauce, and sriracha mayo. Yep. And Chuck, you said the chicken was divine. It's amazing. Yeah, chicken's good. So it's... I can't eat any of that. So I took the whole chocolate cake. Yeah, I know. What so happened? I get the cake? dessert. <laughs> oh, what? I get the dessert, but it's it smells amazing in here. And if you want to see what it looks like, just check out uh, my Twitter or Instagram account. I'm glad the chef is in here because we're discussing a restaurant story. The uh, latest trend in D.C. is no tipping in restaurants anymore. Uh, this restaurant owner owns a bunch of restaurants in Washington. Said no more tipping. He raised the prices on his uh, menu items. And now the waiters, the waitresses and waiters, get a higher hourly rate, like 15 bucks an hour, but there's no more tipping. How do you feel about that as a customer, if that came to Atlanta? And as a server, what do you think? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joseph's in Swanee. Joseph, you're on the Mark Aram Show. All right. I got. Uh, I want to tell you something, but at the end of it, I want to, you may have already explained it, but I'm interested in why you became vegetarian. Okay. Um. But okay, I um, 
me and my ex-wife, we used to train. You remember Bennigan's? It was a chain. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love Bennigan's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, we used to make amazing chips. We would we would come home at night. We rented a room in an old house in Moreland, Georgia, which is just like south of Georgia. I mean, south of Newton. I know where it and, is. Yeah, and we would just have hundreds of dollars every night, and we um, saved them up. Um, so you can make a lot of money um, doing that. Sure. Um, anyhow, but... Um, so what do you think? I, Are you for this no tipping, or do you want to keep it the way it is? Uh, I think tipping's best, because, yeah. we, we, you know, it wasn't that infrequent we would get, because Bennigan's wasn't super high priced. <laughs> no, and it wasn't. So, but, you know, they had good apps at Bennigan's, good mashed potatoes. Turkey O'Toole. Turkey O'Toole. Oh, um, real quick, I... I became a pescatarian. I eat fish still by accident. I saw a video I didn't want to see. It was in a sports show, and I saw um, animals getting slaughtered, and that was uh, last November, coming up on a year now. That uh, Yeah. I, I try, you know me, Longoria. I didn't I want this to happen. It just happened. Meg <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Meg, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. Hey, Meg. What's cooking? Oh, jeez. Uh, hello, Longoria. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was I was a terrible waitress, but you know, where did you waitress at? Well, just uh, not very long. But you know, the bosses like me. I I got all the orders screwed up. Was it at a it, diner? Was it? Uh, it, was, it was a high, an upper. It was a nice restaurant. German restaurant. Pardon me. Was it German? No. No, I don't know. I just think no, Pennsylvania was, like German it, restaurants, it, it, bratwurst and stuff like that. It, 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 Okay, whatever. <laughs> but you know they, you know they serve nice food, and you know, it's, you know, I got all the orders screwed up, but you know that got good tips, and you know I, I was, you know. Well, the better looking you are traditionally, the better tips you get. So I bet you made a lot well, of money. Well, uh, well, I did, and you know, it, but you know the the bosses were nice, and you know it. How it, how long ago was this, it, Meg? Well, um, it was. Uh, it was a while ago. I could still turn a man's head, but anyway. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, you turn Longoria's head. Yeah, yeah. I'll call. tip you a lot. <laughs> the point is, I'll tip you everything. No, you, no, look, I think it's wrong. I think you know servers don't make any money anyway, and you know if you smile and you say thank you, that's a big thing. That you know it happened just this week. You know, you know I some for delivery. Somebody you know came by and they delivered some food by. My brother ordered, and you know, you know, I gave him a tip. Mm -hmm. He said thank you, and I, said, you know, here's what I don't like. I appreciate the call, Meg. Um, so when you order a pizza now, let's just say one of the chain pizzas, um, there's like they put a two dollar fifty cent service charge in there. Oh yeah, and then they say that is not going to the driver. You need to tip the driver. What's the what the hell's a two fifty service charge then? What is that about? That's a delivery charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, that, right. that's I don't yeah. like that. No. I mean, I'm I'm tipping anyway, but yeah. I'm shying away from from those big chain delivery joints because two fifty service charge. The driver's not getting it. Right. If right. the driver is getting it, I'd be okay with yeah, it. Yeah. I don't like it. Kenneth's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kenneth. Hey guys, I have two points real quick. Okay. Uh, the first one is uh, it, to me, it, it's just kind of like a silly system where it's it's kind of like a construction company where the foreman's making the same thing as the ditch digger. You know, I mean, where's the incentive to exceed mm -hmm. or excel? And I know I pay a good waiter or waitress 
far more than I do a bad waitress or a waiter. Mm-hmm. You know, that is, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, no, that's that's the way they, the system they stink, is. They stink. If they're good, they're good. The the one and, flip side of this, though, and, and again, I'm with you as a former server. I think tips should stay. I think that's the way to go. But thinking back, chef, the you know, as hard as I worked as a waiter, I've also worked as a, a dishwasher, yeah. and they work yeah, well, a lot but, harder. But, but here's the difference, though: it is if you're a dishwasher or a Waffle House waitress, like you explained, mm-hmm. then guess what? You build your skills. You be you get a better job. You go to Bennigan's. The other one is the only reason they make so horrible money as waiters and waitresses is because tax hole uh, loopholes in there that say that if you make certain, they, they assume that you're going to make a certain amount in tips, sure. therefore they can pay you less than yeah. minimum wage. I want to know what a waitress at a, a Waffle House makes. like Because I know they're busy, but the, the average ticket's pretty small. Yeah. So I don't know. And then, you know, a lot of people are drunk. They're probably not tipping as yeah, well, exactly. you know what I'm saying? You go, exactly. Are you kidding? Do you know how many times I was like, couldn't remember the decimal point or put an extra one in front of something? I remember one time I was at the, the Twin Colony Diner in in Connecticut, and I was I was three sheets to the wind. I was just, and I said to the, it was like six of us having you know breakfast at three in the morning, and I said to the waitress, "What's the biggest tip you ever got? Because I'm going <laughs> to double it." <laughs> Without even knowing, without even knowing, without even knowing you just said you're gonna double. Yeah, and I was, and she's like sixty dollars. I was like, boom, one hundred twenty. Well, at least she didn't lie to you. She could have been like uh, nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand dollars. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred. WSB Talk. And now it's time for blessed or not blessed with the lonely tailgater. He is the world's foremost expert on what is blessed and what is not blessed. He joins us every Wednesday on the Mark Aram Show. He is half Korean. As I smell the wafting of kimchi here in the studio, are you uh, jealous you're not here, lonely tailgater? I got two bones to pick. Pick them. The first one with you. Yes. Apparently, your wife unfollowed me on Twitter. What? I don't know when that happened. But you need to go. Oh no, no, she's got. The show. She she deleted one of her accounts. Her she her deleted main account. One of her accounts. Well, then she needs she needs to follow me with the other one. She does follow you with Come the other on one. Here. She does. Yeah, check check I it out. No man, you need. Hey, you know what? At Lauren Aram, just cheating. check it out. She's got a lot of these accounts marked. I know it's shady, and she's on Snapchat all the time. I don't even know and Tinder. I don't even know what that is, but my wife's oh, always God. on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go and nip in the bud right after the show. So listen, you can go. You can go to, to pick number two. All right, yeah, pick it again. Everyone knows I'm the Alton Brown of kimchi. <laughs> yes, you I've are. Been, I've been doing this kimchi thing for years. I've been mixing it in with everything, and I get no credit, no credit whatsoever. I know, Jeff I, William should name something after me. Can you name something after the Lonely Tailgater? At the Pijou Belly. I can try. Yeah. All right, so listen. So my best friend in high school was Korean, and his uh, his mom used to cook. And I don't know if she's a bad cook, but everything she made was awful. So I've got a huge aversion to kimchi because the kimchi she made me was just disgusting. Um, so I've, I haven't eaten it since. I'm sure it's fine elsewhere. <laughs> but what she did make was bulgogi, and you have yep. that on the menu, bulgogi cheesesteak hoagie. Yep. So it's pretty much a Philly cheesesteak made with bagogi meat. Yeah. So it's really good. Very good. Get, give me the top three blessed menu items at a Korean restaurant, Tailgater. You, you, you already get two of them. You got bulgogi. Mm-hmm. You got kimchi. Mm-hmm. But, see, I, I'm very picky about my kimchi. I like it fresh, while people who grew up in Korea might like it more traditional, which is a lot more fermented and fizzy. 
And, you know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's a, like traditional style kimchi is a little off-putting to me. <laughs> newer Americanized style is what I go for. After the bulgogi and kimchi, I'm half Korean. That's it. I don't touch anything <laughs> else. <in Korean. laughs> chili dog. After that, it's a chili dog. Bon mi. You got yeah. bon mi here on the uh, yep. on the uh, menu, and saute sauteed kale. Really? Yep. Daikon. Oh, daikon. Kale, man. Oh, how, how do you pronounce that? Daikon. Daikon. What is that? It's we. It's called moo. Once you ferment it, it's yeah. just cut up a. It's a type of radish that you just cut up. We soak it in vinegar um, and water and then mix it with salt and sugar. All right. Excellent. You've got to soak daikon in something or it's inedible. Pork <laughs> pork belly yakitori. Yep. That sounds fantastic. All right. Uh, listen, Tailgater, I want you to be the first to start the rumor on the Mark Aram show that South Carolina is uh, nosing around Mark Richt for their opening. <laughs> we know that's not true. So I want you to start that rumor. Start that rumor on Twitter. Okay, I'll I'll try to give it legs, man. All right, give Wait, it legs. Have, have you are you are you off the Rick bandwagon? Uh, seven years ago. I uh, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you. Look at the history of the people that that school has hired. I think they should hold on to Mark Rick like grim death. Listen, Mark Rick will win nine games a year in South Carolina, and everyone will be happy. It, it's a perfect marriage. He's exactly Maybe what South so, Carolina man. needs. He's exactly what South Carolina needs. Be, oh, you know, okay, look at Florida, for example. Yeah. Right? Spurrier leaves, they get that dumpster fire with Zook. Urban Meyer leaves, they get that dumpster fire with Muschamp. Be careful what you wish for. I'd prefer a dumpster fire than, than what, what I have going on right now. Again, oh, I'm, so I'm a relatively new dogs, dogs fan, but I want, a, I want a chance to win a national title once in my life. Goodness gracious! This is—it's not going to happen right now. Yeah, Herschel, nineteen eighty—they got one. Yeah, that was not in my lifetime. I was born in eighty-three. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted not for sure. Yeah. So start that rumor. What, what more did Georgia fans want? A national freaking title! You Come know, on, eighty wasn't that long ago. I mean, uh, Come on. Then, uh, you know, Betamax was still around, <laughs> stuff like that. It wasn't that long that was ago. All right, follow him on Twitter because my wife unfollowed him at Lonely Tailgater. <laughs> Sorry about that. I need to check on what on her online activity. I'll straighten that ish up, it, my friend. Straighten it up. All right, have a blessed night, buddy. Captain Herb forever. You got it. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk. All of your calls next. All of your calls next. This is the Mark Aram Show. I never won a Grammy. I won't win a Tony. But I'm not the only MC keeping it real. When I grab the mic to smash around for girls go... Mark Arrow. Nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. So what is it? What did you do today? I got up and came to work. There's a show. That's a show. Maybe something happens to you on the way to work. No, no, no. Nothing happens. happens. Welcome back to the show. 1125. 58 great degrees on Peachtree Street. Let's hit some phone calls. Charlie's in Douglasville. Charlie, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey there, Mark. What up, buddy? I work at Waffle House, and the last five years, Waffle House is trending to majority takeout-to-go orders, and most of the people put zero on the tip line, so it would be wonderful for Waffle House. I thought Waffle House, um, it's like the 10% service charge on to-go orders. Is that not the case anymore? Well, yeah, that's on the ticket, but there's also on the credit card receipt, there's a line you can add a gratuity if you want to. Yeah, and I always do. But so the 10% service charge, does that go to the server that prepares the order? No, it does not. That stays at Waffle House. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah. 
Wow, that's not good. All right, so I, I'm I'm down with Waffle House waitresses making twelve bucks an hour instead of uh, tips. That would make sense. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, what do you think about the situation? Preach, brother. Welks, man. I'm, I'm not for it, man. Uh, this is my take on it. I'm as a customer. I like going in the restaurants where I get a server that's attentive, and if I get one that's on this twelve, fifteen bucks an hour deal, you know, I got the possibility of having somebody that's not that engaged and just going to treat it like a job. You know, I go into a restaurant because I kinda, I want to be pampered a little bit, mm-hmm. treated well, you know, and I'm going to give a you know a good tip. And if you treat me really well, it's a a great tip. It's a restaurant, yeah, absolutely yeah. A great tip. I mean, if if they do really well, I'm going to go a step forward. I'm going to ask them to come over or get their manager to come over and give them. Kudos oh, I don't know manager. where that was going. I was going to go to that server, <laughs> no, invite no, him back no, to my house. Good thing. Yeah. No, I I, I think program. I think you're right. I think the incentive to be a better server would be lessened if if you take tips out of the equation. Luis is in Duluth. Duluth Duluth is on fire. What's up, Luis? Hello, man. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Not much. Uh, I'm not for the whole uh, hourly thing because uh, I'm I used to be a server. I'm actually training to be a manager right now, but um, no, because. I I make on uh, you know I work a five six hour shift and I'll make one hundred and fifty dollars and if I'm at fifteen an hour it's like seventy five bucks yeah absolutely right absolutely right but I think only, go ahead the only thing that I would think of that can help it and there's only one drawback that I see is uh, there's a restaurant in downtown um, and uh, I went to eat there with my girlfriend once uh, it said don't tip the server and I asked the server why you know and everything and it's because they already include the twenty percent gratuity. Into the price into of the check, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't have you any any place to leave a tip. The only I could see the, a lot of restaurants doing that instead. You could raise up your prices. 20%. But but again, if if the waiter knows they're getting twenty percent, what's the incentive to provide great service? We'll continue with uh, this conversation. Should tips be banned in Atlanta restaurants? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. This is WSB Radio Health Reporter Sabrina Cupid, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. The CDC confirms he does not have Ebola. Welcome back to the show, 1135, 25 in front of midnight, with you till 12, every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Friday night on the show, uh, comedian Pablo Francisco, always a fun guest, king of the voices. We're going to do some funny voices. Uh, We are talking about the restaurant trend that is sweeping the nation's capital in D.C., the no more tipping trend. A big restaurant owner there has stopped tipping in all his restaurants and he's giving the uh, servers uh, a higher hourly rate. Chef William at Piju Belly, your servers makes two, two thirteen, two thirteen an hour plus tips. Plus tips. So this guy in D.C. is now saying no more tips, and my servers make fifteen bucks an hour. What do you think about that trend? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. As a former server, I would like it as a server. I liked to be able to know that, um, you know, the more tables I, I took care of, the the more tips I can make. The the better service I provided, the bigger tips I could make. I think I would lose the uh, desire to be a great server if if that was the case and there were no more tips. Your thoughts, 404-872-0750. Salazar joins us on the program. Hello, Salazar. What's up, Marky Mark? What's going on, brother? 
Man, just chilling out. So as a server myself, I, I, I do agree with you. I think an hourly pay would just lose all motivation. You know, you could not check on a table or just forget about them, and you're still getting $15 an hour, you know? Exactly. So it just, and the thing about making tips is you have the potential to make a lot of money, like you said, picking up more tables instead of just having a flat base rate. Yeah, but you know, when I, when I was a server, um, there were servers that were, listen, if they made 40 bucks that night, they were good. Uh, yeah. And they would stop taking tables, and I'd be like, "Give me, give me Ava's table. I'll take it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust my hump. I want some money to go out with tonight." So, yeah, exactly. I think if you exactly. got, if you were getting the hourly wage, I think you know the production level would would definitely drop off. That extra buck always counts. And another thing, I agree with you on the service charge for pizza delivery because I used to do that. And when I would go knock on a door, they would be like, "Oh, well, you know, that's your tip." I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't like that. Uh, you know, if if the two fifty or whatever the service charge is, two bucks, if it was going to the driver, that's fine. Uh, but it's if it's not going to the driver, I don't like that at all. And then they're just like, oh, okay, well, here's another dollar. Cause yeah, I'm already paying two fifty. You know. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Have a good night, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Salzar. Uh, Kevlon in Roswell. Kevlon, you're on the Mark Aram show. Fine. Hey, what's going on, Mark? How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? How about yourself? Excellent. Hey, turn your radio down for me. Yeah. All uh, right. But, um, actually, first time caller, long time listener. Actually, uh, Zalazar is the one who introduced me to your show, and I've been listening ever since. Oh, nice. Look at that. But, as far as the topic of discussion, I don't necessarily believe in banning the sense because. Hang on one second, Kevlon. Chuck, get get him straightened out. I can't. I can barely hear him. Kevlon on line six. Something's going on. Uh, CC's in Atlanta. CC, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hi. Hey, CC. How you doing? I am blessed. How are you? I am absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi. I'm actually a current server in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And to be perfectly honest about it. I make anywhere from about $30 to about $50 an hour. Wow, that's great. Yes, because I'm awesome. <laughs> I don't want your $15 an hour. You can take that $15 an hour and stick it where the sun don't shine, so far as I'm concerned. I, I would have been right there with you if I was still a server. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. And if you do the math, why in the heck would I want you to pay me $15 an hour when I got three tables in one hour and I'm making $45. Exactly. What sense does that make? But, it makes absolutely no sense. But in a restaurant like that, it doesn't It doesn't make sense. But, like, let's go to the Waffle House uh, waitress, for example. No, but even at Waffle House, I worked at Waffle House, too. And at Waffle House, I made $700 a week. Nice. So even at Waffle House, and that's a flip ratio, even at Waffle House, I was able to take care of a... Uh, a budgeted income of $1,300 a month and still had money left over. Why in the world would I subject myself to making $15 <laughs> an hour? Plus, not include, okay, I'm making the $15 an hour, and then you're taxing, taxing it. Yeah. So what's the deal now? Do you, do you pay tip, uh, taxes on your tips? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was just explaining to somebody tonight, you know, the, the way they've worked the system now, the way they've got it set up, is at the end of the night, 
I they totally know how much money I made. I I can I can look at my tip line and what the tip line says is exactly how much money I made that night, cash and credit. Interesting, because I don't yeah. I don't think I paid taxes on tips when I was in college. I don't I don't remember ever like keeping track of tip money and paying taxes on it. I think they might come after me now, but I don't remember ever paying taxes on my tips. Well, now right now as a server, if you are make we make two thirteen an hour in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So right now, when I cash out at the end of the night, my tip line says exactly how much money I have in my pocket, less my tip out, almost every night, every night. And I only work, I, I work two jobs. So my serving job is my extra money to make up for what I'm not making on my daily job. Gotcha. So if, 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 you're, if you're automatically, you're, you're taking all of the money that I make hourly, that money automatically goes to the government. It automatically goes to taxes. Mm-hmm. And then what I make hourly is put on my income tax, you know, whatever that thing is, your W-2, yeah. at the end of the year. So you know how much money I made, and then you're going to tax me on top of that. No, I, listen, Cece, like I said, as a former server, I am totally against it. Do you want to tell us where you where you work so we can come see you? Yes. Where do you I work? I work at the diner in Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill, baby. Sugar Hill. Yes, and we we serve some of the best food you can get in this area. I love it. I will come see you. The Diner in Sugar Hill. Val's in Buford. Val, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing this evening? Hey, Val. In good spirits. Uh, I want to flip the page a little bit. It's still restaurant-related, but I'm trying to find the Whopper with Burger King that you were talking about. The Halloween Whopper. I in Centerville, and they discontinued it. I thought I had time. I so, think it, it's, I mean, it should be still going on until Halloween. Not in my area, so I'm trying to find out where did you go. Maybe they, I want to share with my teenagers. I went to the one in uh, Buckhead on Peachtree, the Burger King there. Um, okay. Maybe they pulled it off the market because it was turning everyone's poo green. <laughs> that <laughs> that might have been the case. Uh, Chuck, can you find out if the, the, Whopper, the Halloween Whopper is still available? Because uh, Val can't find it. What's it called? The Halloween Whopper. See okay. if it's still available. They might have pulled it off the market because of all the green poo. But, okay. I'll, but I'll tell you what, tomorrow on the show... I'll have Johnny Kilbasa give a, a firm example and tell you where you can go get it. Okay, we'll be listening. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Val. You're welcome. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, what's going on? Oh, not much. Late night for me. Yeah, you're up way past your bedtime. I am, but dress rehearsal week, so. Godspeed. We open on Friday. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you ever been a server? No, I always worked back at the house. Okay. So my opinion comes from being in a restaurant of two different types, one where the servers were paid a flat rate, they were paid ten dollars an hour in a country club, and then also working at a place where the servers were tipped. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the servers who got tipped were better servers. They were always always made sure the orders went into the kitchen right. They never came back and said, "Oh, hey, I need you to do this for table thirty-seven. Whereas I would get that almost on a constant basis at the country club. Gotcha. So from a line cook perspective, it's already really hectic back there, and you know it's hot, and people are shouting at each other already it's easier for us to not have to have to worry about the servers on top of it. All right, so as as a back-of-the-house kind of person, and Chef can chime in on this as well, so when you have a huge night, you're slammed, you're doing 800 covers, the servers are making huge amount of money, and the back-of-the-house is not seeing any incentive for that. Does does that did that make you mad that the servers were making all the, the buku bucks and you weren't making anything additional? Not really. It was, you know, because we got paid a higher hourly wage 
than than even the ones at the at the country clubs and the servers got paid there. Um, there's a there's a totally different dynamic. Whereas they are having to deal with the customer face to face, and we're not. We're just having to deal with the food and getting mm-hmm. it out and making sure our times are right. Um, so there was a little bit of grumbling here and there from some people. Personally, I didn't care because I would rather be in the back than serving because the only time I did serve was in school and I ended up dumping a whole bunch of ice water on a five-year-old. So I decided that was not for me. <laughs> good job. Good call. So, All okay. right. Well, that's inter- thanks for the uh, perspective from the back of the house, Taylor. I appreciate it. Sean's in Atlanta. Sean, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark Aram. Um, I'm, I'm calling. I'm a cab driver, so mm-hmm. I, it's still service, but... I can kind of see where the ser- where the service in the restaurant industry can you know uh, where, where where it can be an issue. What percent uh, of your fares do you get tipped on? Uh, about twenty percent. Twenty percent of the people that you take give you a tip. Oh no no no! Uh, I say probably about. 80, probably about eighty to ninety percent. Oh, so most people tip the cab driver, and they have the average tip is like twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The average tip is about twenty percent. A lot of times, twenty five, thirty percent. So, you know, and I, then I could see. Um, I have a few friends who drive with Uber, mm-hmm. and and there's no tipping know, there. There's no tipping there. So yeah, you know, a lot of them get gripes instead of getting tips, they get this star rating. And that doesn't pay the bills. No. <laughs> Five no, stars no. does not pay the bills. Have you thought about have you thought about going over to Uber? No, after I heard a lot of friends gripe about it and a lot of the gripes from the driver's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally I can I can do it. I, I I like I'm I'm bringing in right now, still driving a cab in the market today, even in Atlanta is still like a really Uber dominated city now. Sure, I'm still bringing in about twelve hundred a week. Wow, that's and awesome, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it, I work hard for it. And I always give out the best customer service I can. Do, are you doing so, mostly uh, airport runs? What's your What's your niche? Uh, mostly local calls. Local calls. <laughs> West Side. I, I go to the West. I go everywhere. I pick up everybody. So you got to go to uh, um, Piju Belly for lunch if you're on the West Side. Piju Belly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. 678 10th Street. 678 10th Street. Tell them the Mark Aram Show sent you. Uh, I definitely will. <laughs> I definitely will. Sean, so listen, uh, Lonely Tailgater sent us uh, an audio clip from the movie Reservoir Dogs where they talk about tipping. Do you remember that scene in Reservoir Dogs? Oh, my God, yeah. So there's a lot of bad words in it. So Longoria has edited it down. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully safe for radio. Yeah. Right? I hope, hopefully, I, did. I went back and listened to it. So right. hopefully, you didn't So this is to get on the dump button just in case. This is the oh, famous yeah. tip scene from Reservoir Dogs. We'll play this. We'll come back. We'll take your calls. This is the Mark Aram Show. Come on. Throw in a buck. Uh uh-uh, uh. I don't tip. You don't tip? No, I don't believe in it. You don't believe in tipping? You know what these chicks make? They make. Don't give me that. She don't make enough money, she can quit. I don't even know if you'd have the ball to say that. Let me just get this straight. You don't ever tip, huh? I don't tip because society says I have to. All right, I mean, I'll tip if somebody really deserves a tip. If they really put forth the effort, I'll give them something extra. But, I mean, it's tipping automatically. It's for the birds. (laughs) I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're just doing their job. Hey, this girl was nice. She was okay. I mean, she wasn't anything special. What's special? Taking the back? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd go over 12% for that. Hey, look, I ordered coffee, right? Now, we've been here a long time. She's only filled my cup three times. I mean, when I order coffee, I want it filled six times. Six times? Well, you know, what if she's too busy? Words too busy shouldn't be in a waitress's vocabulary. Excuse me, Mr. Pink, but the last thing you need is another cup of coffee. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I mean, these ladies aren't starving to death. They make minimum wage. You know, I used to work minimum wage, and when I did, I wasn't lucky enough to have a job the society deemed tip-worthy. You don't care if they'd count on your tips to live? You know what this is? It's the world's smallest violin playing just for the waitresses. You don't have any idea what you're talking about. These people bust their ass. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's, but you don't feel the need to tip them, do you? Well, why not? They're serving you food. But no, society says, don't tip these guys over here, but tip these guys over here. That's bull... Waitressing is the number one occupation for female non-college graduates in this country. It's the one job basically any woman can get and make a living on. The reason is because of their tips. All that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm very sorry the government taxes their tips. That ain't my fault. I mean, it would appear that waitresses are one of the many groups the government on a regular basis. I mean, if you show me a piece of paper that says the government shouldn't do that, I'll sign it. Put it to a vote, I'll vote for it. But what I won't do is play ball. And it's not college what you're giving me. I got two words for that. Learn to type. Because if you're expecting me to help out with the rent, you're in for a big surprise. Just convince me. Give me my dollar back. Hey. Leave the dollars there. Uh, apologizing for not uh, bleeping out the JCs in there. I think some people might have been offended by that. No. So we, I apologize. That, that was the least of my worries. That, that was the, there were so many f bombs oh, that yeah. Longoria let the JCs fly. All right, we'll come back. Your calls. Hang tight. It's the Mark Aram show. Mark Aram on ninety five five and AM seven fifty WSB. We have no time left. Ten seconds or less, please. Buck in Snellville. Buck, what do you got, my friend? Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? What up, buddy? conversation uh i used to bartend a while back and um what you're not looking at is these businesses are already preparing for this kind of situation if you go to any of the chain restaurants like chili's or applebee's mm-hmm. or anything like that they have the little things at your table where you can go on and order your food without yeah without even talking but, it, but it. even if but someone's still bringing your food so if someone brings you the food you're still going to leave a tip right i mean right 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 i understand but what that's taken is the, the interaction out of sure. the customer and, the, and, and, and your waitress. And, and it makes sense. You're going to cut costs that way. I get that. I get that. All right, star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? I was going to give it to associate producer Yamamoto for finding this story for me on the tipping, but uh, <laughs> Chef William is getting the uh, star of the show oh, yeah. for bringing us in the delicious nice. grub. Piju Belly. 10th Street. Go check them out. Uh, not only good food, but a loyal listener to the show. Chef, thanks for coming in, buddy. No problem. We I appreciate, appreciate it. it. We'll come see you as well. Um, all right. I don't have time for Will and Joe the Trucker. I'm so sorry, guys. We just flat out ran out of time. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram, Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G Network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 